Good evening, everyone. It is the last day of January. It is almost actually five o'clock. So by definition, it is not five o'clock here, but it is five o'clock somewhere. Season two, episode two coming your way right now. Um, I don't know that I have anything else to say by means of introduction. Matthew, you picked one of your favorite things for us to imbibe today. So I did. And I think that for reasons that will become um, known throughout the podcast, I think it's a very timely um, drink because, you know, sparkling wines are typically very celebratory. And we do have something to celebrate, which we will get into later, whether Nate brings it up or I do. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so sparkling wine. I and I also this is the Jeremy and I are going to be attempting to do a mostly dry February. So this is also like my big bang reason to drink everything else in the house. So I'm doing a nice um, like a brute rosé. Ooh, uh, very pink and it's very very fancy i splurged on a nicer bottle and uh it's delicious i have already drank half a bottle of chardonnay and <laughs> a tenth of a bottle of vodka so like why not finish off with some rosé? hopefully not cheap chardonnay no it's delicious it was a very good one i didn't know you were a chardonnay fan wait so i, I you know old white lady that's what i am <laughs> so you have a what is it? Moet, Moet, Brut, Rosé? Rosé, yes. It's delish. It's very I good. like sparkling rosé. Em, what do you got? You're muted. I'm, I'm muted because <laughs> I was swilling back this Brut Rosé that I just picked up. Uh, great minds think alike, I guess. It is also French. I don't remember the name. It's currently getting chilled in my freezer with the old paper to wet paper towel trick because I just grabbed it when I was out grocery shopping so I don't recall the name I might check it later but I did pour myself a very large Ooh, glass that is a big so boy I, right there I, I didn't want to have to get up and interrupt um, but I do love sparkling wine I love rosé I love a dry finish so this is this is the middle of that Venn diagram for me there you go. Perfect. Just being clear, though, last week we were in the box category. This did come in a bottle, correct? <laughs> correct. This oh, cork and everything. Yep. I don't think they no, figured. No, listen, not no shade on the box. I just, I if there was a boxed sparkling wine, I would quit my job, invest everything, and work for the company. Yeah, once gotta I figure out how to do that, maybe it'll be like. Well, I mean, so Canada has like milk in bags, like parts of Canada and Europe. Like, I wonder if you could do like a bag of sparkling. I don't know. Let's let's figure it out. Team, we can put our heads together. Bagged milk. I know, just the guy to help us out. <laughs> I have cava, which is I'm a big fan of French sparkling wine and all sparkling wine. But I have always had, not always, but for many years, an affinity for cava which is the sparkling wine of spain which uses some grapes that are not used in much other still wine but uh it harkens back to one of my first restaurant jobs way back in the day when i did the alcohol purchasing and i would just shut and we could buy the wine you know from the restaurant for cost so this was the house sparkling and it was like 4.99 
a bottle when you bought it, you know, as the employee. So I would just guzzle it nonstop. So I still have fond memories of that and uh, cheers with, uh, with Kava today. So um, what's, uh, what's the lineup? Oh, good. Well, also interesting that nobody, I guess I said sparkling wine, but part of me was going to do like a spritz. I'm, you know, we all went pretty tradish, just like the straight up. Well, now I feel like a lazy piece of shit because I actually did want to do something with this bottle of Campari I have from when we did Uh, bitters drinks that I still, it's like too big, the bottle to fit on my bar. So it's like leaning against the wall in just a precarious position. And it's been like that since we recorded the pod with, with that beverage. So I keep meaning to drink it. And I completely spaced on actually trying to make some sort of Campari spritzy type thing. Well, God willing, you won't drink the whole bottle during this podcast. And maybe you might have like a glass left over that you could actually do it. I need to moderate myself today. Um, but we'll we'll see how, how, how the night goes. Um, I think... So, oh, well, what queued up, I keep messing up the order of our new, our new lineup, but um, you're queued up, but I think I actually bamboozled you and you were supposed to be queued up last week and I messed up the order, but no one figured it out and I'm probably making, incriminating myself, but stuck on it, stuck on it is where we start. So who's stuck on what? Matt, what are you stuck on, you little bitch? I am stuck on. What is it? can't let it go. What are you stuck on? You're stuck on it. Tell me what you're stuck on. I thought you said suck on it. We can can start there too. And I was like, did we rename the segment without having a group discussion? (laughs) Maybe. Last week's recording at the end was a little dicey. It's like our conversation after the recording ended. I don't know if there was any actionable items that I was supposed to have from, from that. So Let's let's not retrace our steps with that one, but Matt, what are you, what are you stuck on this week, buddy? So I, I know last week I said that you know I bought a new house. I'm not I'm not going to be like that annoying person that like talks about like home stuff because it's not relatable. Most <laughs> people don't give a shit. Like really, I, you know, I don't want to do that. But I when when I was thinking about we we've had some uh, interesting. We had an interesting week, which I'm sure we'll continue to have interesting weeks. Um, you know, we had like a pipe backup, like there was water all over our basement. There's like all kinds of crazy shit. But more than that, I've been this week, I've been thinking about how obsessed I am. I have fully embraced like the whole um, lesbian slash dad vibe of like home improvement. Like I want, we, we went to, we, we went to Lowe's. And, J- and Jeremy basically had to like pry an uh, air nail gun out of my hand. Like I don't need a, a circular saw, but I want to buy one. I don't need an air nail gun, but I want to buy. Like I am, I am head over heels. We'll spend thousands of dollars. I don't care. I am obsessed with it. And so, I. I but but I think you know both of you know me. That is not something that I, I think would have come with my personality. Like. When you, when you, and we've known each other for a very long time, and you're like, oh, that Matt, he's real handy. He, you know, that guy, he likes crafts. That's not my thing. But you are handy, person, though. Well, I'm, I, I can be, but it's not like I, I'm not, I'm not a crafty person. I'm never one that like I wanted to like, you know, make things with my hands. I don't like aspire to build furniture. Like that's never been my thing. Um, 
I'm not like a mixture fix it, even though I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know. I, it, it has been, I'm like full in it, head over heels. I want to like everything I see, I want to like create, I want to build a fucking bench. I want to, do, oh. I mean, I've been, thankfully, we, Jeremy is like a balance of like, last one, well, two nights ago, I think I was pretty drunk and I was like, you know, I could just, I could just destroy our walkway and our driveway and I could report it myself. And he was like, the look of terror. <laughs> and like, he definitely like approached it very softly that night because I was like hammered. And then like the next day he was like, so remember when you said you were going to like relay fucking brick in our walkway? He's like, you were joking, right? And I was like, I said that? I don't think so. Anyway, I'm fully- <laughs> and so I'm just, I've been obsessing about that. Like every single thing. I'm like, oh, I could nail some shit to the wall there oh i can create a bench there um well i think i think it comes with the territory of of like ownership of whether it's a house or an apartment but as soon as you own it because it's happened to my friends who you know some are handier than others but they never did shit back in the day like building some of the stuff in the home improvement because i think a sometimes you could do shit and save money by doing it yourself you know, instead of hiring a professional, but then also like not too many people ever want to invest time or money in like improving, you know, an apartment that they rent that they don't own. So I think, uh, I don't think that you're. I can see both of you being more industrious about this than I, than me. Like, like go, let's go back like three years ago, like of the three of us, I would be at the bottom of that list. I think Nate would, Big Daddy Nate would be the top. I still think he has hardcore like dad home improvement <laughs> vibes and then emily you're you know you're like salt of the earth you could probably chop your own firewood like I, I would put myself at the bottom of that list and now i'm fully head over heels like obs- i love love it obsessed with it it's slowly gonna just keep getting in like every week you're gonna like next week you'll have like suspenders on and then in a month you'll be wearing a hard <laughs> hat and have like a hammer on your belt you're fully you embracing it He's going to be yelling at the, like, the home makeover shows, like, Chip, get your shit together. Like, that's not how you, like, put up shit laugh. Like, that's not how you hang drywall, you son of a bitch. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm almost there already. I've watched yeah. so much, like, BobVila.com. Like, I would encourage, even if you don't, you're not homeowners, but it is a fucking good website, and they teach you how to do anything. So it makes me, it empowers me. I'm like, I'm like, sure, I can... I can rewire our electrical system. I mean, BobVila.com. It's a website, you know. Like, <laughs> I, th- did, I thought he was one of the, didn't he do something bad or am I just slandering his name for no reason? He, he may have, but I'll tell you, he has a goddamn beautiful website. So he must not have been canceled or else he probably wouldn't have. Maybe he could. I mean, there's probably still MarioBatelli.com. I, I, I don't want to get sued by Bob Vila's people. So the, the opinions of no, the host do, do not reflect the ownership of the podcast. But we do want, <laughs> but we do want to get maybe sponsored. I mean, I will, I'm happy to talk at length and nauseam every podcast about BobVila.com. Yeah, Bob, Bob if you're not an asshole, hit us up. Yeah. Come on, Bobby. If you've ever been accused of sexual assault, <laughs> ignore this. And what are you? on my mind. What about you, Nate? So one of my New Year's resolutions, I guess, for lack of a better word, because I hate the you guys know from past rants that I am not a believer in the 
turning over of a new leaf, like in terms of a calendar year, like if you want to get healthy or do something like you could just start it like when you want it anyways. So we won't go on that diatribe, but something that I wanted to accomplish that I did a horrible job of in the downtime that I had through the extent of my unemployment was like going to the doctor. And so I wanted to like do all of the, like check every one of these health, physical health boxes in the month of January, like get a physical, go to, you know, go to the dentist, whatever, and anything that it might be dermatologist. Cause I have been slacking on shit like that. So I did a good job of booking my appointments, but it's just what it's made me realize is like getting old. And again, we've alluded to this, but it sucks so bad. And I know it's dumb for like a 35 year old to complain. Cause I don't know if some of our listeners are older than that. Probably not too many. And being the elder statesman, I think I'm older than you by just like a little bit, Matt, not a lot, but it's just crazy. Like you don't like, they like give you advice. And like, when you're in your twenties, you're like, I don't give a shit what the doctor says, but now they're like, you should really like listen to what I'm telling you. And like, they did my blood work and she's like, you're vitamin D deficient. Like, you, you know, which is what you get from the sun. So I'm like, you're judging me. Like I just lay on my couch in my apartment and like get no sun. But anyways, I've just been, it's been interesting because I just, I guess you're really supposed to listen to these train. My dad's a doctor. So he's rolling over in his bed right now. Well, I guess he's probably not in bed. It's 450, but, uh, <laughs> but it's just been, it's been interesting to, to start to actually listen to what they're saying. And so I don't know. That's been on my mind. Not, not my best stuck on it, maybe, but yeah. Well, I'm sure, and I'm sure, you know, we, the three of us have had very different relationships with doctors. Um, em obviously talked about, you know, she's had a much more robust relationship with doctors, unfortunately. But I, you know, I will agree on, on that end. I'm with on your end of the spectrum, Nate. And it's like, it is weird because, you know, I went, I was very fortunate to go, you know, I'd go like once a year. And they'd be like, yep, you're in great shape. Yep, you're in great shape. You know what I mean? Like, no issues. Nothing. Gold backhanded now, compliment here. <laughs> yeah, nice soft brag, Matt. <laughs> well, no, because you're, you're, you're young and, like, it's fine. Like, nobody, like, vitamin D, fuck that, whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, the older you get, I think you start to realize, like, shit's more, like, impactful. And, you know, you can feel it. Like, I'm, I'm starting, like, new multivitamins. I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, I was drinking Natty Light, like a case of Natty Light a day and smoking at least two packs of cigarettes when I was like 23 and didn't give a shit about multivitamins. So I think- And your like, body like recovered so much faster. Yeah, my body, my body meta- metabolized the cigarettes into a multivitamin. And basically <laughs> that's how I lived for a good day. Help you thrive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I guess maybe it's also just comes with the territory of, in theory, being older and more responsible. It's like, you know, the dermatologist, she's like, oh, there's this little thing on your arm. You know, it's, um, you know, it's just something we want to keep an eye on. So like, you know, it's nothing. We don't need to worry about it. But like, you know, when you come back to me or someone else, you know, you should go every year, you know, you can point out to them, you know, and monitor and see, you know, and then we've tested if we have to test it, but like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I should probably listen to this woman about this, but lo and behold, I probably won't go to the. What she was talking about was a tattoo of my face, a very small tattoo of my face <laughs> on his arm. 
It's like it's the size of a dime. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, you definitely like. There's, and she was actually recommending you go to a mental health professional. Like, why do you have a I, dime? I, I miss, I misunderstood the the recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do you got? So I was going to talk originally about the GameStop, the GME, AMC stock market situation, um, but I have something much closer to home and much pettier that I yes. have been wrangling with all fucking day today. I'm losing socks left and fucking right, and I have no idea where they are, to the point where I have started looking like underneath my bed, wondering if one of the pets, we have four pets in the house, Oh wow. wondering if one of the gods forsaken animals that I cohabitate with has been like stealing them because it's like something out of a comic strip I go downstairs to the basement to do my laundry every two weeks or so it's just me so I don't do laundry super often especially in this era of you know sweatpants the same sweatpants three times in a row and I like very specific favorite pairs of socks that are like like the good day socks you know like I put them on and I know I'm gonna have like a better day and I'm also super texturally like like you know they need to be like a certain texture and like I don't know but I just have like favorite socks I think we all do I think this is a pretty like relatable thing but I just folded my laundry today the day after I did it again another soft brag <laughs> and I was missing three halves of three of my favorite pairs of socks and one of them is my beloved pair of socks from a friend that says my favorite fruit is wine, <laughs> which just gives me a chuckle every time I put them on. And then like two were two of my like fleeciest, coziest favorite pairs. And I looked behind the fucking washer dryer. I like retraced my steps through the back hallway and down the stairs to the laundry room. Uh, maybe this is the laundry rant part two. Like I looked under real my problem. bed. I literally do not know. Like I'm doing... I'm one person doing one person's laundry and it's going from point A to point B and back to point A. There's no room for, <laughs> like, there's no room for things to just go trotting off on their own. And this is the point where I'm like, do we have, like, fucking gnomes? Do we have, like, like Maybe your roommate's fucking with you. I, that's not his, that's just not his MO. Like, I mean, I haven't, I haven't asked, like maybe he has a sock thing, you know, that's his private business, but I don't know whether like, and my apartment isn't super big. So it's not like I'm going to, you know, a laundry room or like putting, you know, have a walking closet or like, I literally don't know. And it is baffling to me because I'm a super organized, super tidy person too. And so the like added itch to scratch of not having everything sorted and in its place is, is like driving me to distraction and it's just you know like the whole like the reddit trolls like gaming the stock market like totally here for that but this is much more <laughs> impactful on my current day-to-day -day. so that's what i'm like really fucking stuck on i'm a psycho with checking a washer and dryer after something has been done like i stick mm -hmm. my entire head in and look around and spin the things just to make sure there's nothing that i'm missing because when i do lose a sock i go it's like it makes me irrationally upset yeah, like a normal person and, and wouldn't I, get so mad but exactly well that's where i am so i guess this is something that we share because like i do the sticking my head in to like check <laughs> the washer yes. dryer too and that comes from like <laughs> I share like sharing you know washer dryer with like other households and it comes from like a childhood of sharing laundry with like 
you never wanted like your sister to get your end up with your like favorite fucking shirt or whatever because yeah. you were never going to get it back like that kind of thing too <laughs> so I do the double check you know the, the stick your head inside double check and I did it again today I like went back down to the laundry room which is like a big fucking pain in the ass and shinied in behind the washer dryer <laughs> it was just <laughs> three times more effort than the socks are worth but the not knowing is actually worse than the like unmatched socks which are pretty bad on them Matt's gonna just like come down on us with his high his highfalutin I've always had a washer and dryer in my home so he can't he can't relate to us peons no I, I absolutely can't my, it comes from a different place of privilege actually um so in, All, he has only one pair of socks. He has two pairs of socks, his dress socks and his athletic socks. Yeah. And they all, they're all the same color. No, 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 uh, different. I, you know, it, we split up um, chores in the house, in our, in our home. And um, Jeremy's in charge of uh, waste management. So he's in charge of like all the trash and recycling and, and laundry. And so I don't feel the rage because he literally does all the laundry. And he is Those a, are the two hardest a, things. How did you bamboozle him in being responsible <laughs> for that? What are you I mean, responsible I'm, for? Um, I do the cooking. Okay, I do a lot right, of the cleaning. Right, I do a lot, right. of, a lot of the cleaning. Um, obviously, I do a lot of the home improvement stuff. <laughs> as as no. discussed. So I'm sure, but he, but I'll tell you, he is. He keeps an eye on them socks. We don't have a lot of issues. So I just need to know what his trick is. Maybe I'll have Jeremy him text has some you. like special. Yeah. Was it a very conscientious decision on divide? Like, do you on term not in terms of necessarily what, but saying like we need to divide up the chores in the, in that way? Because like I don't really have that a system like that in place. And then well, like, do you? Well, I'll I'll answer your question, but then I'm actually I'll ask you another one. So, it was organic in that I cook, I enjoy cooking. Jeremy just does not. So, like that, you know, he is very methodical. He really enjoys like he loves folding laundry. Like he likes that sort of like structure and like being tidy. So. It just kind of like happened that way. But my question, I guess, back to you, Nate, is like, do you and your beautiful wife do laundry separate or do you guys do it? It's different because we're in same, when you're in a same-sex relationship. Like, I'm sure you don't wash her bras, but like, are, do you guys share or does she do her laundry or you do yours? We do it all. We mix, we mix, we intermingle or co-mingle, whatever the right word is. I mean, she goes through a whole lot more clothes than I do. I'm a, I'm definitely a, a reuser of of sweatpants and things of that nature, but she's also just a cleaner, better human. Yeah, I was gonna say ways. I know how I know how often <laughs> you shower, so I understand. We, that, that was that was that was two days, and it was a unique situation. All right, but we agreed <laughs> not to talk about that. Um, no, I hate laundry more than anything. Certainly, one of the reasons I hate it is a shared laundry room that I have to travel down an elevator for. If it was in our apartment, I think I would probably hate it less, but it is not my favorite, but I bite the bullet as much as I can. And I do bitch and moan, but I actively participate mm -hmm. in that process. But cook, and then on the cooking side, that's like not even, so, I don't necessarily feel like that's a chore so much because it is, you know, something I enjoy doing, but sometimes whatever. All right. So 
that's enough on domestic. Uh, what's the right way? I I have no words. Labor. Uh, domestic <laughs> labor. What's the What's the word? What's the word? <laughs> All right. Well, Emily, I bamboozled you last week out of your rightful turn on queued up, but I got it right this week. And uh, you texted us some shows that you are embroiled in. So I want to call it like the queue. Queued up. What do you listen to? What do you consume? What do you want? What are you watching? That's my queue. Yeah. So I was pretty sure that I wasn't going to hit either of you as a target audience for one of one of or both of these um but you never know could be surprised so I along with the rest of America watched Bridgerton on Netflix I was a little bit behind um the most of everyone else that I've talked to but I finally got her done and binged it pretty quickly and for those who have been out of the country for the past six weeks it is uh a Regency period romance based on literal romance novels produced by Shonda Rhimes, who is just like the, the queen of, you know, high drama romance. And this is definitely like a costume, you know, period drama filled with beautiful people, questionable hairdos, um, like debatable historical accuracy, but just like a feast for the eyes and, um, I'm really into escapist. We've talked about this before, but like we've all been going down our own escapist media rabbit holes for the past, Christ, nearly a year now. And period drama is definitely one of mine. Like the less the less relatable their trials and tribulations, the better. Especially if they're the trials and tribulations, the low stakes trials and tribulations of the moneyed elite in 1760 something. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just. I really enjoyed that. And, you know, as I mentioned, like everyone's beautiful and there are like steamy, tawdry sex scenes. And so, you know, escapist in more ways than one. Um, and I finished that and I returned to Outlander. So this is kind of a double header, which is also a high drama period romance full of adventure. It's a little bit more historically accurate in some ways. Like it centers a lot around like the political intrigue of, the day, um, which is the 1770s um, in Scotland, and um, they travel around to France. And it's just there are these beautiful dresses and you know beautiful men wearing kilts, and um, that's been my solution to my Bridgerton like withdrawal has been returning to Outlander, which I took a break from because it was like a little bit slow. I thought, sorry, I thought wasn't Outlander like this sci-fi thing where they had to cut people's heads off? That's Highlander, um, which is also about hot Scottish men. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you really th- you threw me through a loop because I was like, wait a minute. Those aren't the same. <laughs> I mean, I've watched my share of Highlander in, in my day, thanks to my, my father. But, I mean, this one does have a sci-fi element because there is time travel involved, which is kind of the basic premise of Outlander is that it's a modern woman or modern being 1940-something being thrown back into 18th century Scotland and like learning to live that way but also falling in love with like this beautiful gigantic red-headed Highlander not the Highlander um he doesn't have to cut anyone's head off um we don't know but I mean I'm only on the like second or third season so TBD um but yeah that's just been like I don't know if you guys are into obviously not like high regency romance although no judge if so (laughs) but like 
any sort of period drama or period films, people ha- tend to have pretty strong feelings about like period pieces in yes. general. Either they do it for them or they don't. So I'm kind of curious where you guys fall. Go ahead, Maddie. Um, I think, you know, I saw a lot of the blips and like around the whatever, I can't remember what it's called, but a lot of that was around, and this is just around something about like him ejaculating. I don't know. I don't know what that story <laughs> is, but like he like did it quickly Spoiler. or pulled out or I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, this is Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, he is that, that, that dude is hot. So I'll give you that. But um, I'm not a big fan of period pieces, like on a whole, as in like, I don't actively seek them out, but I mean, I'm, I'm down to clown in that, in that vein, not to like, um pivot but uh what was it called the the favorite have you seen the favorite with uh, oh no but i i keep forgetting but i've heard it's really good it's extraordinary but that like to me is like a period piece where like i really actually got into it it was so amazing like all three of the actresses were like just great but so i can get into it um but it's not something like i actively seek out but i am interested in that one um and it's on our docket. Well, behind uh, the wild, which is what. Oh yeah, you should check that out. Yeah. It's so I have, we have a list. Yeah. We have a list. We're not going to be drinking that much in February, so so maybe we we'll watch more TV. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife watched Bridgerton. I mean, and everyone else I know, I think watched it. Probably, uh, I did not. I I saw the trailer or whatever, and I just opted out but it continues to get more and more accolades my brother-in-law who would i don't know that either of you have met him in person um but he is definitely the opposite of what you would think when someone who would be a fan of that show but he apparently liked it when he watched it with my sister-in-law so maybe i will try it and then wait outlander is what you're saying this week not highlander that's different. That's an old, old Correct. show. Yeah. So Outlander, they keep, yeah. they keep feeding me that on Netflix to try and get me to watch it. But it's like a few, it's like many, not many, but like four seasons, five seasons, something like that. Right. Yeah. So I think I'll probably watch, I, yeah. I know I'll watch it because I think the topic seems interesting to me, but I need to be ready to embark on like a multiple season journey. And I'm not, I'm not there yet. I, I'm, I have it on my list though. So anyways, that was a yeah. really long way of saying I don't know shit about either of those shows. <laughs> you don't know shit about fuck. That's what I know. All right. Well, that's some good watching. Matt, you got your list cut out for you there. Sure do. We're going to call that panties in a bunch. I mean, that's why that's why my um, panties are in a bunch. Your panties get twisted up a lot. All right. So my panties are bunched. Let me no way. Let me consult no my way. list. And it is a fitting topic that we are just discussing uh, Netflix. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I have gone into a death spiral of even last night. We hung out with some friends who are in our COVID pod. Uh, the small COVID pod that we have. And I was not podcast, pod of people, pod of whales. Um, I was ranting to them about this too. The streaming thing, which we've been down this road before with Emily bringing up HBO Max or whatever it was last season, but I continue to be infuriated by it. There's still more new streaming 
services that come out every day. Don't get me started about CBS All Access, which seems to be the most bullshit of them all in terms of the way that they limit your... Anyways, but no, Netflix, the previews of some... You know, so I've talked about this before, I believe, on the pod, but now that it's just automated, that it shows you a preview no matter what, if you stay on the thing for more than two seconds, which is super annoying. But then have you noticed that sometimes what they're previewing in terms of what the content of the show is, is the worst fucking preview. Like it'll just, sometimes it's slick and you know that it was done for actual preview purposes. But sometimes it's just like, 45 to a minute long clip of just some part of the show that it's not like a cut scene that shows different things with what you expect a preview to be where it's like the different characters and the building action and blah blah blah. it's just like 45 seconds of a scene from the show and you're like i have no fucking clue what the context is i have no idea who these characters are this doesn't help me determine if i want to watch the show or not but it looks as if you guys have not experienced the same level of rage, which is common and with my panties, but it is. <laughs> it is. I, I think, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, that's like super Have you noticed that though, when they have like the weird- Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think- Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It happens a lot. Like I'll be um, hanging out with friends and we'll be trying to decide like what, we're watching gonna put on for a movie or whatever so we just watch a couple trailers and and it happens on numerous streaming services like we'll be on shutter or amazon prime like picking out a movie and instead of showing the actual trailer they'll just show a clip of like quite possibly the slowest part of the movie like there isn't really any relevance to what or like an explanation like you know because sometimes the trailer will be like a super cut you know of different parts of the movie not so much like its own individual thing and that's fine but like in a lot of these cases, it's just, especially with older movies, and I wonder whether it's like a rights thing, you know, whether they don't have the, I don't know, Maybe. but, uh, you know, but they will just show like, <laughs> you know, 25 minutes into the movie, like a random piece of dialogue, and you're like, this tells me nothing about yeah, either the content of the movie or like, yeah. No, as I said, you go to a movie thinking it's about, like, based on what I just saw, it looks like this entire movie is about a dialogue between a diner waitress and a patron because of what you showed me. But then it's actually like a murder mystery thriller. And it's like, yeah, it's like what you're not showing me anything about that is like exemplary of the movie. I think it's probably a, a mixture of, you know, like what they have available to them. Not necessarily a rights thing, but like, you know, do they have, because if you think about older movies, like they didn't make those quick, pithy, you know, 20 second trailers because they would never have done them there. So they're just like, oh, let's just like find a random. But at the same time, I'm sure there's some intern in Netflix that can watch the whole fucking movie and come up with a 20 second like. There's got to be. I'm sure they'll get their act together soon because it does seem so off brand for especially Netflix, yeah. which is just like yeah. so legit now. But yeah, that's what's otherwise we have otherwise we have probably we can make some recommendations for former classmates that I'm sure are still unemployed since graduation that could would be great interns there. Who's been unemployed since graduation? Well, well, there's been a few. But I also, as a side note, I when I was listening to our last podcast and and Anne was talking about the the group project she was on with uh bleep that out. And um that out. <laughs> I remembered like, who she is. I remember. Yeah. 
Well, it was so fun. It's like you. So why don't I even tell you who's done a point? You don't even have. You don't know who half the people we graduated with. <laughs> yeah, but who's been unemployed since graduation? Uh, a few. I'll send you. I'll send you a spreadsheet. I'm sure <laughs> you've been keeping. You've been keeping track of it. Um, but yeah, that's that's my that's my bunch for the week. So, uh, Matt, you've been blackballed from any of the main segments this week. So, uh, so why don't you lead us off with uh, with what you're looking forward to there, buddy? So. Looking forward to that. You gotta have something to look forward to. Wait, what? What is it that you were looking forward to? Well, I'm or am gonna... I, or am I just like burying the lead, and you want me to just say my good news? No, I mean I'm totally stealing mine, yours. Oh, so then go. Let's hear it. You're my spokesman. You're my mouthpiece. I hope you're. I hope you're excited about more than fucking one thing this week. Tell you that much, Baldy. I'll, I'll pull something together. Um, no, I am. I am incredibly excited for our. Um, founding father big daddy nate to start his new professional adventure this week oh. he yes thanks guys. cheers claps he got he worked hard for that money he's been <laughs> he's been working hard on this lead for a little while it's been up and down and um i'm excited for him i mean welcome back to the suck my friend but um <laughs> i'm very excited for him and so he can start his new journey. I also, I have nothing else to look forward to in my life other than living vicariously for you. <laughs> that is and, not true. And redoing linen closets. So that's one. That's I. I'm, I'm very proud of him. I know Emily is as well. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. And just stole his stole his thunder. No, that is that is. Uh, thank you guys. I appreciate that. It has been certainly an interesting year for everybody but uh you know as we've talked about before clearly the restaurant and hotel i mean many many of the service sector industries have been hit super hard so having uh finally been able to secure employment knock on wood i haven't started yet i did return the paperwork hopefully to the satisfaction of my new employer but uh yeah so i'm starting on tuesday i'm pretty stoked it is uh well we can we can yeah, we can tell them. I think it's so everyone. It's um, it's a place it just opened up. It's called Beards and Butts. It's a <laughs> men's burlesque show. It's if you're in the um, tri state area, it's on like it's sort of it's in Hell's Kitchen. It's like on probably like 36. So anyway, a real seedy part of real seedy part. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll post it on. We'll post it. But uh, main thing is uh, Beards and Butts. Um, B and B, baby. B and B. Third party. I'm, I mean, at least it's a third-party employer. I thought it was just going to be the announcement of his OnlyFans account opening. So. <laughs> I, listen, I've been paying for his. I've been paying to be <laughs> part of his OnlyFans, and literally, it just he just posts videos of him on the toilet screaming about something. It's, I, I it was it's like I keep meaning to do actual research on because this OnlyFans thing is obviously I know what it is, and no, I'm not a subscriber to anyone's OnlyFans. But I want to read some article in some, you know, prestigious newspaper journal just about because this is it's like a, I'm sure it's older than a year, but it's just within the last year that it's become such a crazy thing that everyone talks about. Right. Well, that I mean, I could talk about this for for days. I think my my fascination with it is that you have these people like, you know, whatever. If you're a porn star, sure, you're going to get porn from it. But like the idea is that, you know, maybe non-professional porn stars post these things like they 
you know, nude, scantily nude, whatever. But the idea of, of someone being like, hey, pay me $15 a month to get access to this content. I'm not going to show you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're just going to have to guess. And then you pay them $15 and it's like, just kidding. It's videos of me knitting. Like, I, it's so fascinating to me. Like, there, you don't know what you're getting. You, you make a bet, right? You're like, oh, I, I know that. Yeah, I mean, because you, you don't know. You really don't know. It's like sometimes they'll be like 18 and up or whatever, but like you literally have no idea. And there's like all kinds of, especially like in the gay world, there's all kinds of like, I follow a few people on, on Instagram, like reposting like, you know, these people that are like furious because these, you know, hot men have these OnlyFans that charge like, you know, 45, 50 bucks a month. And Jeez. it's literally just like videos of them like, like pontificating about like shirtless it's like bro that's instagram like i don't uh, it's very that it's very fascinating to me i can go i can talk about it at length that'll be oh that'll be our subscribe that'll be our patreon uh patron subscriber episode is just matt's thoughts on OnlyFans. it'll be <laughs> a special bonus episode you can you have to teach me more about this maybe one only fans fact per week until i'm until i'm fully up to speed but that was an interesting tangent but no i'm excited to start a new job um, it is not tied to, so Matt definitely stole my looking forward to, uh, I am starting this week. I can tell you guys more off, off the record. You know, if you're curious about the company and shit, I won't name it here, but, uh, I will say it is a work from home position. It's not tied to a, you know, a single business entity or group of entities, you know, it's not an operating role. So change of pace for me. We'll see how working it from home goes. Um, I'm going to be here with my lovely wife both of us working in this apartment but i guess what i you know part of what i'm looking forward to is like it's just uh it's you know it's going to be a change of pace for me in terms not just that it's a job but it's a it's a new opportunity so i didn't say that very eloquently i'm having a hard time with my words today but uh but that's the long and short of it it is not you know when my wife said she wants to open a and b she didn't realize that i thought that meant beards and butts <laughs> She was thinking of a nice dainty <laughs> cottage where we could have guests. No, anyways, seriously. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm excited. So enough about that. Em, what you got? Uh, mine's pretty straightforward and simple. I'm getting tattooed on Sunday. Mm. And I always really look forward to that experience. And I've been waiting for this one for a while. So it's with an artist that I really admire. And uh, it's a design that's really meaningful to me. So I'm just excited about that. Queen of the tax. You recently had some other stuff done too, though, right? And this, so this is another new sesh. It is. So that was a cover-up session. I had uh, yin yang tattooed on either side of my clavicle when I was 19, which was a very 19-year-old decision of me. I'm not going to put judgment <laughs> on it. It was, it was what it was. And I recently had them covered up with large um, traditional style roses done by my favorite artists here. Frank Irvin and they're they're much bigger but they're also much better done than nice. than the other work that I had um I had a lot of feelings about carrying around artwork I wasn't proud of for such a long time and you know getting tattooed for me it's all about stepping into a, another version of myself or a, a version of myself that I like even better than the last one um it's very much about I don't know self-acceptance I you know this is something much like Matt and his OnlyFans topic, this is something that I can pontificate <laughs> upon at length. But 
it just so happened that I had another session with another artist scheduled this winter. So it's coincidence that they're so close together. Normally I don't get tattooed so closely together because I like to draw out, you know, the, it's, it's not only very enjoyable and something to anticipate, but it's costly. You know, you're investing in artwork in your body. So I'm getting a whale, um, a whale design done because I feel super connected to marine life and the ocean, you know, living here and being raised in New England on the coast. So I'll, uh, I'll have to send you all pics when it's done. Very exciting. On Sunday, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, sweet. Um, yeah. So not only am I not even able to articulate well on this episode, I can't, apparently can't read. Emily is wearing a shirt that says at least the top part too old, which too old for this shit is the whole thing, which I, if I had <laughs> been a better host and professional podcaster, I would have looped that into my discussion of being old, but I missed all the signs. I struck out. I failed you guys. I'm sorry. I could have brought it full circle, but I fucking blew it. Next time. Don't worry. I wear, this, I wear this we're, shirt a lot. We're used to it. Hey. Yeah. So sparkling wine was delicious. Matt, have you uh, contemplated our next beverage? Or are you just going to wait? I no, 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 I have. And so I'm thinking I'm going to be able to like twist Jeremy's arm to let me drink one or two drinks a week. Basically, I'm doing this for this podcast. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the people. Our 11 followers in Slovenia. It's 12. It's 12. It's 12. Yeah. I hope one of them is a lesbian because I use the term lesbian like jokingly and I'm sure I'll probably piss some people off. Um, but I'm gay, so whatever. Uh, so next week, or whenever we record, whenever um, our fearless editor tells recording, I think we're going to just jump back in and get in some tequila. Ooh, wow. So you're having, you're oh, attempting terrible. to, you're attempting to have a dry month, but your first choice is just straight to the tequila. Well, I think that, I think that if, for and this is very selfish, I'm going to be honest. Like for me, if I'm going to have, if I'm going to have like one cocktail a week, you know, it's going to be a, a potent one. It's be a potent, potent. potable. There yeah. you go. And so, I mean, if you think I'm going to have a glass of red wine and that's going to be my drink for the week, like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's going to be one of those comically large 7-Eleven Slurpee cups from it is. 20 years ago. That's that or it's going to be like, <laughs> instead of it being a cocktail, I'm going to say everyone has to go rub, you know, stick a, a vodka-soaked tampon up your ass. Like, how about that? So You'll really show Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, tequila doesn't sound so crazy now, does it? Uh, No, it doesn't. It's all relative. I don't even know what just reminded me of this, and I should have totally used this for my stuck on it, and I, again, am failing horribly this episode, but have you guys heard of this recent Subway tuna fish is not tuna fish scandal? No. All right. Well, oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, but briefly, like in the peripheral. Yes. I mean, I didn't do a lot of, I read like the what one is, article. What is from, like, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I, the one article that I read fully about it, other than just Googling it and reading the headlines was like from something like the New York post or whatever. So it was an inflammatory article, but it just cracks me up because the lawyer who's representing these people in this class action suit, against Subway's tuna, like his quote is, not only is it not tuna, it is not even fish. 
But then Subway like is doubling down on their answer. And they're like, it is 100% tuna. And not just that, it's, it's wild caught. So they're really just like leaning hard <laughs> into the argument. Like you know, you'd think that they might hedge their bets and be like, we will research this more. Their spokesman's like, no, nah, we're out there catching these tuna <laughs> ourselves. Anyways. I hijacked. I did another stuck on it on the end. And we're I'll, have to, I'll have to look into that. that. That's interesting. I love a good double down. Like, fuck you. Not only are we not going to acquiesce, we're going to go harder. We're we, we're telling you we actually own the company that caught the fucking fish. <laughs> I just don't know why their response wasn't. I mean, are you surprised? Like, this is the company that has, like, their Jared bread Fogel. is more in common with, like, yoga mats than, like, of actual bread. <laughs> like Their bread isn't even wise. in Europe. This was something else Subway related. That in like in it was like some EU law that was because of Brexit or some shit. I may have just completely made that up. But like when they're reclassifying all the imports to England or Britain, whatever, UK, they like said that Subway's bread isn't even bread because it has too much sugar. It's technically a pastry. <laughs> so Subway. And they're please. worried about and, and we're worried about tuna. Yeah, somebody please sponsor us. Please sponsor us. We'll we'll take this off the air. We didn't mean to badmouth you. I have another funny Subway (laughs) story. We don't mean it, Subway. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Follow us, all 12 of you, if you don't already. Five o'clock somewhere on Instagram, managed by Emily, which is why it's the strongest part of of what we do here on a weekly basis. Uh, Next week, we're drinking tequila. We'll have to see when we're going to record because – Next Sunday is the Super Bowl, so I don't know if that's going to mean it's going to be a messy day for us. Well, I guess Matt's trying to attempting to go dry, but we'll we'll see you next week, Emily. You know what to do. Remember, boys, believe in yourselves and never, well, try not to drink cheap Chardonnay. Cheers. Bye. Ciao. Adios. Bye bye.